in Control, Episode 23, Out of Spite. Welcome to another episode of Spin Control. This is Shiloh, your host. On today's episode, we have a little bit of sewing, a little bit of knitting, the story about why and how I started knitting, a little chat about the seasons. Sadly, no review today, but we will kick this off, as we always do, with some updates. To start with, I had talked about improving my personal website, and those improvements are coming. I've started, but I haven't really gotten much farther than that. In addition, did I manage to get a donation button set up? Well, no, not exactly. But hopefully, before I go to bed on Sunday night, I will have that taken care of and you will be able to find a donation button on the show notes page. In events this week, the only thing I really have going is the Strange Folk Festival, of course, in the St. Louis Metro East area. That is today and tomorrow, September 25th and 26th, in O'Fallon, Illinois. Even if you can't make it out there, you may benefit from this event. I am going to try to secure a donation incentive while I am there. I know of a couple local spinners and dyers who should be there, and I'm going to talk to them, hand out some information, and hopefully we will get some support for the podcast. Well, that's all we've got in updates, so I guess it's time to get this podcast started. And now it's time for Spin a Tale. This week, I'm going to tell you all about why I learned to knit. Now, here is a little disclaimer. I promise you, this is not going to turn into an all-Air Force podcast. I promise you that much very, very, very sincerely. However, I did wait until I told you that I was active duty Air Force before I told you this story, because they are directly related. How did the Air Force lead to my knitting. Well, as you may be aware, active duty military members are deploying all over the world, and we have been since 2001. Well, we have been for a very, very long time, but in more ready succession since 2001. My very first deployment was to Baghdad, Iraq, and while I was there, it was, I would say, the most miserable time in my life. I worked harder than I've ever worked in my life, and I had to leave my family behind and I was pretty bitter and discontent. So I spent the entire deployment being very bitter and discontent. And to make me- I know, right? This is not a very happy story at all, is it? It gets better, I promise. While I was there, there was another person who worked the same shift that I did, and her job was to pretty much sit there and be on call for 12 hours a night. While I, on the other hand, had to work very long hours doing very, very difficult work for 12 to 16 hours every day with zero days off. She sat there the entire time we were deployed. And what did she do to fill her time? She knit. She learned to knit while she was sitting there 12 hours a night waiting for computer issues to arise before she would work. There were very few computer issues, so she got a lot of knitting done. Now, I did not knit, but it kind of pissed me off that that's what she spent her time doing, was knitting. So my deployment ended in January of 2006, and I 
was still a little bitter and discontent for a while. You know, it's hard to go do that stuff and it changes your life a little bit. In February, my birthday rolled around and I was at a bookstore and I decided what I was going to do was buy myself a book and learn how to knit. So that's what I did. And I've been knitting ever since. I'm no longer bitter and discontent over my deployment and the Air Force led to a little bitterness. However, I also got this lovely little craft out of it. So now I can take my knitting wherever I go. I've deployed a couple times since then, and I got to take knitting everywhere I went. And I got to knit little treats for my girls and send them home. So I was thinking of them, and they were thinking of me, and I was sending little hugs home. In addition, I have also had the opportunity to knit at 35,000 feet in the back of a KC-135 air refueler, on the back of a C-17, and a C-130. So... When people talk about knitting in public, those are my little claims to fame. I get to knit on the back of military cargo and air refueling aircraft occasionally, and it's pretty cool. The Air Force has taken me to a lot of places. I've had the chance to go yarn shopping in Portugal, Germany, and Italy, and all over the U.S. I've also knit in public in all of those countries, and I got to add Kuwait and Iraq to that mix as well. So, yes, it all started out out of spite, but it all ended up very lovely and very, very knitterly in the end. And now it's on to spinning my wheels. Really, this week, it's pretty much been a very knitty and sewing week. I haven't gotten a whole lot accomplished, but I have done a few things that made me very super proud of myself. In sewing, I have had this horrible itch to do applique and I did get to sew my nephew's shirt. What I did was I used two forms of applique. One is raw edge and the other is fray edge. And I basically embroidered the number one in a pretty little circle of fabric on the front of a little toddler size t-shirt for him. And wow, that was a lot of fun. I feel super proud of myself and super accomplished for being able to actually get this done and in plenty of time for his birthday. His birthday party is this afternoon at 6 p.m. and I was done, like finished with everything on Thursday, washed it and dried it on Friday, and it's ready to go. And that is pretty cool. And I also got a few ideas about doing some applique on some tote bags from the whole process. It turned out way better than I expected and it made me super happy. In addition to that, I have been hunkering down and trying to get the cobblestone knit. I've been working really hard on the sleeves. Uh, I have about three inches of knitting left, which makes me super duper happy. I'm on my last increase repeat, and then it's just straight stockinette for about two and a half inches. And that is super cool. So definitely, by the time I record next week, I should be joining the sleeves to the body and starting the yoke, which is awesome. Hmm, what else should I say? Oh, I typically don't um, knit outside of the, well, I mean, I knit outside the house, but only at opportune times. But I've actually been taking cobblestone to work and knitting like only during my lunch hour. I'm not really afforded the opportunity to knit in the office at all, but uh, I've been knitting, you know, just like two or three rounds here and there during the work day, like on my lunch hour and stuff. So that's been pretty cool. And I've enjoyed that. And in addition to working on cobblestone, I knit a little tiny crown for my nephew. I voted against the crepe paper crown, but I went with the cutest little pattern. And for some reason, 
I cannot think of what the name of the pattern is, but it was free, a free Ravelry download. And I'll be sure to upload all of the project details on my Ravelry site so you can see that. I used scrap yarn from my stash and it turned out really, really cute. It almost looks like a little jug head crown if you are familiar with that reference, but because he has such a tiny little head, it's not gonna look like that once he's wearing it. So hopefully he and my sister-in-law are very, very happy with their gifts and we'll find out tonight at the little party. And I'm super excited to celebrate year number one with him. And, hmm, I have, I can hear a little itty bitty sneaking up behind me while I record this. So let's see if she wants to come say hello. Nope, she disappeared. She's hiding behind the door and she's not gonna make an appearance this time. Oh, one other thing. Oh, she's getting closer, I can hear it. Hi, babe. Oh, what happened? All right, last week when we talked about gift knitting, I totally forgot to mention that I am working on a garter for my sister-in-law's wedding. Her colors for her wedding are red and gold. And the minute they announced their engagement, I knew I wanted to knit something for her, but I didn't know what. So I did a little search for wedding on Ravelry, and there's the cutest little lace garter pattern. That's a free download again. And it actually is a super quick knit, but I have until the middle of November to get that finished. So I've kind of put it to the side, but I did sw like, well, since it's so small, I didn't actually swatch. I just started out with some DMC floss, not the regular, but a fancier DMC um, mercerized cotton floss. And I did not like that at all, but the knit group stepped up and I found some red lace weight because I really didn't want to go out and buy a whole ball of yarn just for this one tiny little project, especially in lace weight, because you get like what, a million yards in one ball, and then you're stuck with all that stuff if you have a tiny little project. But anyway, I got the yarn, I'm gonna try that out in the, and I can't think of exactly what it is or what color it is, right? It's red, obviously. So the garter's gonna be red lace with a gold ribbon, and I think it's gonna turn out really, really pretty. But I did learn from this little project that despite the fact that I can read charts, I can't always read charts. The garter has a little four row lace repeat, and it's very, very simple. However, the author of this pattern decided to use the same symbol to mean different things depending on whether or not you're working on a right side or a wrong side row. And that confuses the bejesus out of me, especially when, well, because it's one, it's a lace pattern on every row, not just pearl back. And I get, just got so confused. I had to stop every single row and try to figure out which symbol was which and try to remember if I was on right side or wrong side. So what I actually ended up doing, it's just four lines. I highlighted the written instructions, like every other line of the written instructions, and I'm just following the written instructions for every row. And that's turning out so much easier for me. I haven't had a problem reading charts for like the sock patterns that I do for the Rocking Sock Club. But this one, even though it's so tiny and the biggest that it ever is, is like 16 stitches. It was, it was just really impossible for me. And it turned out to be so much faster to just read the written directions. And that is all I have going on in spinning my wheels. Sadly folks, I do not have anything to put my spin on this week. I have kind of been focused on getting a few things done. Everything's been kind of standard and status quo. So we are gonna go right on to all spun up this week. I am all spun up about fall prospects. I'm so ready for fall to be here and I hope we get a real full-fledged fall. 
I'm pretty sure that everywhere in the U.S. the summer has been extremely hot, hotter than normal. I know it definitely has been here and it's been super humid, like far more humid than it had been any other season that I've lived here. And it's wreaking havoc on my body. I am so, so ready for fall to be here. We've definitely had some cooler days and a lot cooler mornings, which makes me so excited. Last night, we slept with the windows open and turned the air conditioner off because the day before, it was like 96 degrees. Ridiculous. The weather's been jumping all around, but I think the weather has finally swung toward fall. And because of where we live, it's relatively rural and super beautiful, very wooded. I mean, my yard, we have about half an acre of, you know, manicured, if you will, lawn space, garden space. And then we have about half an acre of all woods. And when you look out off my back patio, pretty much all you see is trees. And I am waiting for those trees to just turn into beautiful fall colors. And it should be awesome. And around my neighborhood, once the fall hits, things start slowing down. I mean, bird just finished softball season. So that's like four free nights a week that we don't have to go to practice and runner here and there and go attend games. So there's going to be a lot more hanging out in the house and a lot more hanging out with the neighbors and bonfires and just chilling and relaxing and being a family, board games and all sorts of fun stuff that we can do together here in the house as a family. And I'm so ready for that. Cool nights and sweaters and hanging out with friends. That is what fall is for me. And I am excited that it is right around the corner. This is awesome. So that's what has me all spun up this week is thoughts of fall and knowing it is right around the corner and summer has finally come to an end. All right, it looks like this is gonna be a short and sweet episode of Spin Control because it is that time again, it is time to spin off. Leading into the weeks to come, I wanted to say that there is change afoot in the spin control community. As you know, like I said, I'm improving my personal website because I really want to have a better avenue for sharing pictures and experiences and tutorials and that kind of stuff with you because I talk about this stuff all the time, but I really haven't given you much of an avenue to see any of it. And I really want to share more of that stuff with you. In addition, we have an added thread to the message board over on Ravelry. One of the listeners said, hey, let start a sewing thread. So we did, and I'm gonna add it as a sticky thread to the message board so that we can all share photos and our sewing experiences. And I'm gonna be sure to add a photo of my little applique t-shirt over there as one of the first entries. I added a picture of about, uh, I think there's like 11 of my little fat quarter bags. I posted that up there yesterday. So I am super excited about improving our little spin control community. In addition, I wanna thank everybody who has contacted me. That's been great to hear from everybody. And to those of you who have taken the time to hop on over to iTunes and add a review, I really appreciate hearing what you guys have to say. And I also know that that will help folks who haven't listened to the podcast get a better idea of what they can expect. Thanks again to everybody. This week's song is Miracles by Autumn Stone. Ah, no summer song. Look at that. That season has come to an end. 
As always, you can check the show notes at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at ajoyfulgirlknits at gmail.com. Catch me on Ravelry as a joyful girl or follow me on Twitter as a joyful girl maid. Thanks again, everybody. Talk to you soon. Because you're watching on